in the dirt on Tulsa. You got it. Hey, good afternoon, good evening. How you doing? This is Tulsa Music Stream. I'm Scott. This is Nine, and that is Jana. Hello. And this is episode 48, and we have uh, a post-Christmas special. So it's going to be a great one we have. The one and only from Great White, Mr. Jack Russell, will be joining us here shortly on Zoom. And if you would, please uh, share the stream on your uh, favorite Facebook pages, your favorite groups, your uh, personal pages and all that good stuff and tag some friends that may be interested in seeing us or seeing hearing Jack. Also, on uh, we are on YouTube and you can subscribe to that channel. We're on Twitch and we are also on Twitter in case you want to go and check us out on those platforms or if you have some friends that may want to see us on those platforms, you can share those on those platforms as well. But how you guys doing? You guys have a good Christmas? We yeah. Did. Merry Christmas to all you rock and rollers out there. It's fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to turn my headphones down a little bit. Sorry. Yeah, we want to thank Kendra, uh, Gage, Ann Hunt, Debbie Cook, Brian Park, Mama Gay, Phil Bell Jr., and Stacy Ludgren for joining us. Thank you guys for being here very much. We're in for a really great episode. I also want to, while we're waiting for Jack to come in, I want to give a, a big shout out to um, Robbie Lochner, his guitar player. He's really been key in facilitating this interview with Jack tonight and been a super, super nice guy. And I'm really excited to, to talk to Jack and talk more about um, just this new, well, it's not new, it's their current lineup of Jack Russell's Great White. Robbie is a phenomenal guitar player, yeah. and he functions as the uh, kind of the guy that keeps it together for the band, it sounds like. So we really appreciate him being here, uh, being here for us to facilitate this. We are waiting for Jack to come on in. <clears throat> Still a couple minutes till. Let's talk a little bit about what we have coming up after this episode. We've got, uh, gosh, next Tuesday, January 4th, is going to be episode 49 with the one and only J.J. French of Twisted Sister. That's going to be at 6.30 p.m. Central. I want to rock! Rock! Mm, yeah. It's going to be fantastic. And he's been super awesome to deal with as well. So it's just, um, we're just really fortunate to be able to be connecting with these people, um, catching up on their history, their stories. They have so many stories to tell. A lot of these guys got to live the life that we all wish we could have lived, you know, making it big in music. But um, just being able to connect with them on a personal level and talk and hear these stories, it's just been a real treat. And so we're looking very forward to getting Jack on here with us. We are still waiting for his arrival. It's just now getting ready to turn six, so uh, we got more people to say hi to in the chat room. Don Freeman Hosterman, how you doing, girl? Yeah, Kelly Ensley's in the chat room as well. Dude, so I mean, seriously, I mean, you go to any, Dustin Little, how you doing? You go to any bars and any band that plays once bitten, twice shy, it packs the dance floor. So, so the true. guy's responsible for some really epic tunes, man. Rock Me is such a great, great song, man. And we were talking earlier, I and mean, you want to talk about eighties ballads, man? Save Your Love off the. Uh, once bitten album is just a beautiful beautiful song angel all of them angel song song. yeah that's an awesome song it's probably lady red light and and so many good ones man so we're excited to talk to jack russell definitely and uh house of love house of broken love that's another great song man um what's the uh was a house of uh d snyder's um i don't i don't know house of rock or something that's for the next episode isn't it (laughs) (laughs) 
Right. It's easy to get them confused, isn't it? It is. It is. It's Christmas haze. It is. Yeah. It's always a little bit of um, always a little bit of fly by the seat of your pants when you do it live and you don't edit it. But that's kind of part of the excitement. It's sort of an adrenaline sure. rush. You always get to wonder, hey, are they going to show? But uh, I'm going to go ahead and send a message to Robbie just to make sure that Jack does come on with us tonight. Right. Um, tell me a little bit while we're waiting about about your Christmas and how it was and you got to hang out with with family and you guys actually got to hang out with us for a little bit well you guys are i thought you were talking about you as being family well we are okay. we are I'm, i mean it was like family all weekend long right? it was it was it was it was good it was good i mean anytime i can uh any every year that i get to spend christmas with my mom is a another great year so totally it was a good christmas yeah and the weather was perfect man all you people bitching about not having snow and the cold on christmas you bite your tongue because <laughs> that was the best gift of all was 70 something degrees that's right yeah that's right for it was sure. good it was good i know i will say this though we really do need some cold weather to come in here so that they can kill off it, it can kill off these bugs because man my poor kitty cats are still kind of scratching a little bit i'm not gonna lie scott what did santa bring you oh so well i thought i had a porsche but i did not <laughs> but no hmm. um i did put that up as a little funny it looked cool so i was like hey i'm gonna you shouldn't take a picture have a, have of the, a little uh, Christmas uh, Fool's Day. You shouldn't take a picture of the back of the car where the tag was already there. I know, but that you know, that was part of the yeah. fun. But hey, yeah. I, I, had, I had to do it because it said Porsche, like you know. I got you. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I understood that. You got so, a, and you got hey, a, Teresa, how are you doing? Good. You oh, got her on there. Hey, we do. Let's. Uh, I got to scroll all the way down here to. Sw- there she is. That's our show assistant, Teresa. She holds it all together. And when you guys get in the chat room, you don't know this, but she puts your name uh, on the whiteboard. So. Oh, sorry. Oh, my gosh. I just messed up all oh, that. That was cool. That, that we, yeah, happened. we switched around to some different screens there. Anyway, she uh, she puts your name on the whiteboard so we can give you guys a shout out and say hi to you. So apologize for my fumbling around here. I'm trying to do five <laughs> different things. It's so, it's 602. So it's okay. We got this, man. We're just going to wait. He's and be coming. Patient. We're just waiting. I know. He's probably in his uh, house of broken love. Maybe. Trying to get out of it so he can get on the stream. There right. you go. That was good. Thanks. But yeah, it was uh, an awesome um, Christmas and had some great great dinner at uh, on New Year's Eve. Or New Year's Eve. Christmas Eve. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we are uh, also got some New Year's Eve shows coming up as well. So check yeah. that out. Yeah. You guys are, where are you guys at? Asylum Springs. Oh, yes. man. Lucky. You should like get a room there or something. I'm going to see if they can maybe compass one. That'd be cool. Yeah. Right down, down the street. Yeah. Right? Just one. How long has it been since you like slept with all the guys? And I don't mean I don't mean it like that, but slept with all the guys in the same hotel room. It's been a while, right? Same hotel room? Yes. Like one room, everybody on the floor. Mud flux. I'm not on the floor. No, I'm talking DMS. Did you uh, guys ever do it that way? No, ever, never. Huh? You were never in a van down by the river? Um, No. No. Okay. Nope. Nope. No van down by the river for us. Well, you know, you know how that goes. Well, that should be a good show. We're at uh, we're at Cimarron on. Gosh, it's coming up quick. Friday night. Yeah, it is. Really wild. Uh, man, still waiting. That's okay. It's okay. Waiting. We're gonna be patient. I do have a message out to both Jack and Robbie to see if we can have him jump on in here. Y'all email. Do you send an email? Yes, out? I sent both. I sent both. I did. Yeah. So we're gonna we're just gonna be patient. If worse comes to worse, we'll just put up the be right back screen here in a little bit and try to establish contact. If you guys can 
You guys can watch football a little bit. Yeah, for go a minute. go feed the dog, and and then when you hear talking again, you can come back. Maybe have some leftover turkey, something right. like that. Right. That sounds good. I did have contact with Jack this morning, so I I know that he knows it's today and all that. So we're just sometimes time zones get uh, people, yeah people confused. Yeah. yeah, you mean we try to we try to always make sure we send the time. Yeah. Uh, their or time their time and and uh so but you never know sometimes that things happen things like that happen they do he's in i know he's in colorado that's right. actually something i want to ask him about well do we know that for a fact yes that is what i was told so um hey jason fritz and brian schwermer how's it going guys yeah oh i didn't hear you sorry <laughs> can you guys speak up a little louder yeah yeah no doubt no doubt well, do you guys let me know. If you think we should put up the Be Right Back screen, we can do that and try to establish contact. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Let's just, okay. we don't want to, we don't want to. Um, <clears throat> we don't want to sit here and make fools of ourselves for too long. So no. I'll tell you what, give us a few minutes and uh, maybe go get some coffee, go feed the dog. We're going to go see if we can establish contact with these guys and, uh, well, one of them, Jack, hopefully <laughs> get him on here with us. And then as soon as we get him on, we will be right back. So just uh, don't give up. Stick with us here on Tulsa Music Stream. We'll be right back, hopefully, with Jack Russell.
back on. Hey, everybody, Jack is coming in the room as we speak. Uh, let's see here. We're trying to get him on, but he is entering the room. I don't know why I'm peeking that thing out. There he is. Jack, Jack can you hear us okay? Jack, can you hear us? It says he's connecting to audio. Okay. Hey, buddy, can you hear? All right, he's, he's on there. I see his face. I just can't hear his audio yet. So we'll, we'll getting, keep working on this. It says he's connecting to audio and can't hear us yet. Okay, so that's, that's going to be on his end. So we'll just sit here and wait and give it just a minute. But he is here with us. Got to love technical issues. Okay, he's working on it. Jack, can you hear us at all? Okay, be patient here. Make sure you guys get your questions in here. He, yeah, he's trying to figure it out, I can tell. He's working on it. Um, get your questions for Jack in the chat room, if yeah. you don't mind. He is working on this as we speak. Good old Zoom. Good old Zoom. You know, I th they had Zoom back when the Jetsons um, they did. Had, they did. Their, had their little cartoon. Jack, can you hear us? Not yet. Jack, how you doing, buddy? It, it says he's connecting to audio and can't hear us yet. And I have everything here on our end unmuted, so he is trying to figure it out. Okay. I wonder, I had given them a phone number to call. Um, okay. We're just going to be patient. This is, you know, they do, say, doing live shows. Yeah. You know. And they say good things come to those who wait. So he yes. is working on it. Patience uh, is a virtue, they up. say. Uh, let's see here. All right, can you can you hear us or see us at all? Okay, he's working on it. This is interesting. Um, I'm gonna try to chat. I'm gonna try to type him a message and see if he's got a mute button. Maybe we're gonna get this. We assure you. Yeah, we're working on it here. Uh, let's see. Let me try typing him a message. Christmas has got the lines all jammed up, man. Hey, guys. Hey, hey there, he there he is. All right. Can you hear us okay? Yeah, I just had to figure one little button. You know? Hey. Down to that. Sorry I'm late. No, you it's are all good. absolutely fine. We appreciate you joining us uh, the day after Christmas. I hope you're doing well. Thank you I'm so much good. for being here. Good deal, man. Well, hey, so... Uh, first of all, when we want to get into, we're going to get into a lot of different stuff. I do want to make sure you can hear everything okay. I feel like I'm, am I kind of peaking our audio on this end? Can you hear us all right? You sound great. On this end, you sound really great. I mean, there's no, there's no distortion or anything. anything. Okay, right. excellent. Let's go with that. Then we're just so that's not rock and roll. Then if there's no distortion, <laughs> right? It's, it's too extorted. Yeah. Turn yes. up the disdain. That's right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, how you doing, Jack? We're uh, glad to have you here on the Tulsa Music Stream. Um, we're so uh, honored to have you with us on the day after Christmas, and uh, hope you had a great day yesterday. Yeah, how was your Christmas, Jack? It was really good, man. It was really good. It was mellow and chill, and uh, you know, kind of just took a day and, and just like watched TV, man. It was all right. Very good. Good day of relaxation. Yeah, Can't beat bit, that. Went off a little bit and drove over the mountains a little bit, you know. 
Speaking yeah, of mountains, so you lived on a, I want you to correct me if I'm wrong on any of this stuff. You lived on a boat for many years in California, and you guys have made a move to, to Colorado. What prompted your move to Colorado? You know, uh, L.A., I mean, I, I lived in L.A. my whole life. I was born there, and it just got to the point where it was just so... Uh, the put this the political the political climate was so one sided. Mm -hmm. I had to get out. It was just uh, that, and you know, um, just a lot of stuff. But it was mostly the political climate. I definitely understand that. Yeah, it's a big scenery change. Yes, it is. And, and weather change. I can't see you now. Say that again. You guys went away. I can't see you now. Can you uh -oh. hear? Can you see us now? Oh yeah, no, okay. That's, that's just her switching up. Yeah. The anytime I switch to just oh, okay. you, it's. Uh, I think it takes your view of us away. We're we're newbies at this stuff, so <laughs> bear with hey, our technical stuff. I'm, I'm I'm the worst. I have no clue. <laughs> we, uh, well, we have we have a chat room, and there's uh, a lot of your fans are uh, joining this um, interview to watch it, and maybe perhaps maybe ask a couple of questions. But we'll just uh, cool. have some fun with them, and and they just uh, you know. Here to here to have some fun with us. Absolutely, Jack. If you don't oh, mind, we're gonna we're gonna talk about your albums that you guys have done and just all the good stuff that you have going on. I want to start things off by pulling up your tour schedule because you guys have some really uh, cool shows coming up. You guys are gonna be playing in Watertown, South Dakota, on New Year's Eve, and we know that's gonna be a blast. And then this next one, Scott and I are so excited about because we are gonna be there. Uh, January 14th at the Rock Island Fest 2022 in Key West, Florida. So I really hope we get to meet you guys down there. Oh, yeah. You guys are gonna, are you guys going to be at the Rock Island thing? We Absolutely. Are. We are. That's and it's just going to cool. it's going to be so cool. And then there's there's more dates. You guys get to go back to the Whiskey A Go Go on February 3rd in, in uh, West Hollywood. And then you've got dates. Uh, you're kind of bouncing around in, in uh, you know, the Midwest and then up the up the East Coast and and then back, you end on April 30th in Minnesota there. Are you guys actively working on, uh, you know, filling in more tour dates for the rest of the year? Or are you kind of playing it by ear with all the COVID stuff? No, we're, we're, we're still looking for more dates. I mean, we're just filling them in. I just gave my, uh, pardon about this, I'm trying to get my my sedan to work. You're fine, That's buddy. I'm wobbling worry. everywhere. You're I'm fine. trying to get my agent right now. I just told him to go ahead and start adding more shows because I just had surgery like three months ago. Um, they had to pull out, they, uh, cut my intestines, my, my stomach open oh, wow. and cut a bunch of scar tissue out of my intestines. Cause I had a blockage. Wow. So, I mean, it was like, it was really scary. Cause I walked in the hospital. I told them what was going on. They put me right on a gurney, right into the operating room. It was wow. like that cool. Wow. And I was like, this can't be good. No. So seven hours later I come out and I'm like, Oh my God, my stomach's killing me. You know? Jeez. So how many surgeries is this now? I mean, this is. Oh, are you kidding me, dude? Uh, let's see. Let's go back to '09 on my birthday when I shattered my femur. Oh. That that was one, and that was a big one too. That was gnarly. Um, yeah. Shattered my femur, and then let's see. The next one was I broke. I shattered my pelvis, and that mm. all wired together. Then I broke my right hip, and then I had a bunch of bolts put in there. I got, I tore my Achilles tendon. I have three screws down there. Wow. I got, um, they, they just, they just redid my left hip and put a hip replacement in about a year and a half ago. Mm. My God. Um, let's see what else. Uh, 
I had my colon uh, colon burst in 2010. Have any of these surgeries affected the way you sing, especially the stomach ones, the intestine ones? Has, it, has that affected the, the, way you, the way you sing? No, no. Oddly enough, I, I um, and I'm really fortunate because I, I had worried about that. You know, when I first got like when I, when I burst my colon, and they had to you know had a colostomy bag for nine months. You know, yeah, I can't even imagine. Mm. And uh, no, you can't imagine. I was like, the people that have those for their whole lives, man, my hat goes off to them and then some because it is like not a fun place to be. And okay. just trying, trying, trying to have a smile on your face when you're like that, it just it is super, super hard. No wow. kidding. You know? Now, the last time we saw you was here in Tulsa. You played at the IDL ballroom, and uh, I would think that was with uh, Lita Ford, mm-hmm. and um, that was an amazing show. Um, you looked great. You sounded great. Yes. Uh, I, I couldn't tell there you had any health issues, nothing. So how how are you feeling today? On other than the the surgery, are, are your is your health getting better? Are you feeling better? Are your sobriety going good? Oh, sobriety is like that's top notch. You know, you know, I wouldn't even be here if that was the case. Great. Um, but the, you know, my health. I'm I'm just getting over this surgery. So I mean, I, I feel good, but my balance is off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So and it's so I just have to. Sometimes I sit on a stool for a little bit of the show, sure. just because, like I said, my balance is off. I mean, we don't know why we're looking into that, but. You could get some cool well, canes. I just need another surgery. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. oh, let's hope not. Well, you, could, you could get some cool canes on stage, like Alice Cooper, and walk around. And he has, right. he yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, that's the kind of the the bonus with you is you've got such great ballads that you know you can take a, a couple stools, you know, and and sit on some of those. So, <laughs> well, hey, let's let's talk. I want to get into talking about the the last albums you've done and if you don't mind i'm going to start i've got the album cover here i'm going to put it up this album is so good and if people have not heard it you've got to go you've got to go listen to it you have assembled a fantastic band and i want to talk about this album because this album is called he saw it coming it was it's 11 tracks released in 2017 on frontiers and there were a few tracks that really stuck out to me that i want to get i want to get some more scoop from you on the one that really stuck to me you did a video for it called sign of the times and the topic the topic material of of the lyrics i actually got tears in my eyes watching that because i've been screaming this for years that social media is it it ruin it can ruin friendships relationships it it kind of deadens all of us to our ability to just personally interact with each other because we're so focused on these digital mediums of communication talk a little bit about creating that song and, and your inspiration behind it well the inspiration was simple i mean it's what you said and you know then some i mean for me i was sitting in an, i was sitting in an airport and just sitting around waiting for my plane i'm at the gate and i'm looking around and i noticed that everybody that i could see had cell phones and they were all like just poking you know punching they're punching these letters in their rice they're all they're all uh, doing the text thing, you know, and uh, I look around and then across from me, there was these two people and they were like texting, texting, they texted, they were texting and laughing and joking. And, you know, I thought they were on the phone with other people and I realized they were texting each other. Jeez. And I'm like, this has gone so too far. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, people forgot the art of conversation, yes, you know, I mean, now I'm getting these things now where, 
please, if you know me, don't do this to me. It says, oh, loved, blah, 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 blah. Like I'll say, hey, I hope you had a good day today. Someone else could come back, loved, hope you had right. a good day today. The iPhone feature. <laughs> right. Right. See, us, Andro- us Android users can't do that. Yeah. Hey, I got a carburetor day. Loved, got a carburetor day. Right. <laughs> yeah, so true, man. So true. Or, fine. You know what made that video additionally powerful besides the lyrical content and the amazing hooks in that song? It's such a good song was the pictures that are that are interspersed in the video and it reminds me of my childhood probably reminds me of your childhood when it was such a simple oh so simple and pure and we all talk to each other so i just i just wanted to bring that song up because it's so powerful and it and you know here we are on social media tonight interviewing you it's kind of like a you know, you have double-edged sword. It is a double-edged sword, but I really appreciate you visiting that that topic with with your with your material, and uh, it's such a great album. So let me let me uh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I also want to I want to pull up another album cover. This is your acoustic bites, and anyone who's a musician or, or well, even if you're not, let us just kind of tell you when when you strip your songs down to an acoustic level boy i mean you don't have that fuzzy distortion and delay and reverb to hide behind it's very naked and raw and bare and you guys did such a masterful job of recreating these songs and and doing them acoustically talk a little bit about the process of creating that album well you know we do a lot of acoustic shows my guitarist and i will just go out him and myself and we'll we'll do acoustic shows so we're, we're used to that and my whole thing since i was you know i started writing songs I've always said that, you know, the only way you're to know if a song is really a good song or not is if you can play it acoustically. I mean, if you can sit there with, with uh, just guitars and a voice and the song is good, then it's good. If it can't hold up, then you're wasting your time, you know, because you can add all the all the schmutz you want on it, but it's still going to be a rotten song. You know, you got to have it. It's got to sound good on its own. Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Jack, I want to ask you about the, the the Los Angeles music scene in the late 70s and the early 80s. Tell us about your experiences. Dante uh, Fox, right? Dante Fox, <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, that was, what was that, 1977? Yes. 77, 78. Um, yeah, that was crazy, man. I mean, the music scene was awesome. I mean, it, it was, there was literally thousands of people walking around the streets. You're, you're on Sunset Boulevard and there's just hundreds and thousands of people all over the streets, crossing the streets, blocking out the traffic, the cops are freaking out. Um, people just wanted to go out and have a great time, man. It was all about, you know, being hedonistic and, you know, celebrating life and music. And and then all the people you got to hang out with, the people that would go on to do such amazing, uh, you know, things in music, man. I mean, just, oh, just, yeah. just you know, such a, for, for someone that's maybe, you know, a few years younger, you know, that was, uh, you know, and, you hear the great stories about the Sunset Strip and all the people that played at the Troubadour and the and the, so so I always have to ask the guys that 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 were there. You know, I like to hear about the times. I like to hear about the the uh, the people that you you rubbed elbows with. It's 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 great. I got a stories. good story for you. Yeah, yeah. There were, we were all at the Troubadour one night, and this is back when I was in downtown Fox with Mark, and we walked in the Troubadour, and Rob Halford was there, which is priest, and um. He's at the bar, and I walk up to him. I go, "Hey, man," I go, uh, "You don't know me, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna open up for you one of these days." And he kind of looks at me and goes, "Oh, all right, mate." You know, like, "Yeah, whatever." 
And two years later, I walked up to him at the arena and I go, hey, Rob, two years ago, I came to a bar. I said, hey, I'd be opening up for you in a couple of years. Well, here I am. <laughs> he nice goes, story. no way. Man. He goes, no way. He didn't remember it, but he just, he couldn't believe it, you know? Yeah. Who were some of your favorite buddies that were in other bands to run around with on Sunset Strip back in those days? Oh, God, let's see. Bobby Blotzer, um, Don Dockin, um, Janie Lane. Um, oh, geez, I mean, everybody. I can't even think of so many people. Um, I'm fascinated yeah. by the fact that you were in the scene at the same time that Randy Rhodes was. Did yeah, you, yeah. Did you meet Randy? Was, Oh, yeah, yeah. His girlfriend used to cut my hair when I had oh, some. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now, Don Dawkin, he kind of helped you uh, get the, the was it the uh, manager for your band? or? Yeah, yeah. Don and, uh, actually got us uh, the manager for our band, but also we, we had the manager actually before we did. Uh, no, wait a minute. Hang on. Yeah, Don hooked us up with him, and then we went on with Don, and we recorded our first album. And um, first two albums, the first EP, which was uh, uh, Out of Night, and then the second album, which was the Great White's first album, the Black album, self-titled. Yeah. So all of this is going on, and this LA's blowing up, and you guys are headlining all these awesome clubs. Do you remember the time, like, because back then we had Circus Magazines, we had Hit Parader, you know, all of these Metal Edge uh, magazines out there. Do you remember the first time that you looked in one of those magazines and said, oh, my God, here we are. Like, <laughs> and it, it's like all over the place. And, and the people in the Midwest, especially like us, we grew up on all that stuff. And we had, you know, every month if she would come out, we would just go and you know, pull all the pictures up and put them all over our walls and everything. But I could just imagine how you felt like looking through those mags like, oh, my gosh, here we are. You know, we made it. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, it, it still is. I have a, a big giant trunk that my dad accumulated for me of all the magazines that I was in and, That's you know, cool. things like that. And every once in a while, I'll open it up and kind of go through it and smile, you know. It's, uh, it still gives me a rush. I still get the chills sometimes, you know, thinking about it. Because, I mean, when you're a kid like me, you know, I'm sitting there when I was here, I'm 13 years old, you know, praying to God I'm going to make it my rock band. And right. you know, I'm sitting, right. I remember I was sitting there one night out in the back room of the Sherry Wiz. I had the headphones on. I'm listening to Toys in the Attic. And I'm pretending that me and Steven Tyler are friends and that we're talking on the phone. I'm like, hey, yeah. dude, what's up? Hey, Jack, how you doing? You know, and having, this, having this, com kind of this conversation, right? And yeah. then about, then about, what, 20 years later, I'm on the phone with Steven Tyler and we're going, Hey, how's it going, bud? Jeez, that's pretty cool. That's so awesome. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I went, I, I, I shot back to that day and I was like, Oh my God, I pulled it off. That's so great. You, know? you even drove the tour bus, didn't you? Oh yeah. I used to drive all the time. Wow. Yeah. I used to drive the bus all the time. That's yeah, that was a blast. <laughs> that's too cool. You mentioned Janie Lane. I, I found a, a fun picture of you two. You look like you're having a blast here. You got stuff all over your faces <laughs> together. Talk a little bit about your relationship with Janie and some of your favorite memories of him. Well, that was one of my favorites right there. We were doing a show with, we were playing with Rat and uh, they were opening for us and we were opening for Rat. And um, after the show happened, um, I just came up to him. I made this uh, pie out of a uh, shaving cream and of course it smashed in his face and he, then he, he finished the rest on me and somebody got a good picture of it. Oh, well, they but, sure uh, did. Yeah, Janie, he, God, he was such a great guy. I loved hanging out with him. He was uh, 
we, we could party together and that was a whole nother story you know what i mean we get really related into real depravity but um he uh there was one time he uh came down to palm springs you know this is later on you know this is uh probably about 10 years ago and um he uh well, it was 2010, 2010. Uh, and he came down, uh, he wanted to get rid of his chin. He had a double chin. Mm -hmm. So my, my uh, girlfriend at the time, she worked for a plastic surgeon. So I hooked him up with that. And, um, cause I had, had just had a full blown facelift at the time. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. So I hooked him up with that and he was all happy. It was funny, pretty funny, but he was just, he's a really, he was a really mellow cat, man. Just a, a good songwriter, too. Great songwriter, yeah. man. Great yeah. songwriter. And a lot of I mean, people don't know that he, I mean, how much of those songs he actually wrote, you know, as, as opposed to the guitar players and stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, it was Janie's band, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, you, it, you, yeah. you two kind of had a lot in common as far as, you know, the band not wanting to pursue or move on with, you know, Janie Lane, he was kind of in and out of the band and with some substance, uh, issues and everything. You can, and if you of course had your, you know, on and offs with a uh, great white. And so did you guys ever have a conversation about those situations? I know you or Janie had to come in or, and, you know, fill in and all these things. And well, yeah, we talked about stuff. I mean, you know, it was supposed to be okay. Well, Jack, get your shit together and then come back. And, by the time it kept happening, I kept like, I, I was getting ready after my colonoscopy and that healed up. And then after that, I fell and shattered my femur. Mm -hmm. And that was another three months that I was going to be off. And they just got sick of it. You know, they just got tired of, of having this, you know, guy that you couldn't depend on. And, um, you know, uh, who you don't know what he was going to do next, you know, and so. I don't blame them at all. I don't blame them not wanting to play with me. The only thing that I was ever upset of was nobody ever had the balls to call me and tell me, you know, like, hey, we don't want to play with you anymore. It's like, just pick up a phone, you know? No kidding. And that's a big decision to make because, you know, the voice of a band, I mean, it's, it's rare that bands can go on with, you know, successful bands can go on with somebody else and still um, have that buzz about them or create an interest in them. So it's, that's a yeah, big risk, a risk to take. Yeah. I totally, I totally understand that. I mean, what they've had two singers now, yeah, two singers now. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I, I wish them well. I hope they do good. You know, I guess they're doing good uh, for the what we all are these days. You know, what I mean, playing the same gigs and and um, there's obviously enough shows for both of us because they're both playing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I wish them luck. I mean, I have no hard feelings towards them. I really don't. You know, this is I mean, kind of a good segue into my next question for you. You know, I've read, I wouldn't call them super recent, but fairly recent articles where both you and Mark Kendall have both made comments that if you saw each other, it, you know, you wouldn't not talk to the other guy. It'd probably end up being a friendly conversation. And the, and the cool thing I read, I can't remember if it was you or him that said it, it'd probably just be a conversation about life. You wouldn't even really worry about band stuff at this point. You'd just like to reconnect as people have there been any steps taken for, for you guys just to sit down over a cup of coffee and just talk about the good old days, or has that not occurred? No, that's just talk. You know, that's just somebody trying to take the high road. You know, really, I mean, it, for me, though, I mean, I really mean what I say. I mean, sure. I would love to talk to him. You know, I mean, I miss Mark. Mark was a, a, my dearest friend, and we spent every second of every day with each other for years. 
you know, and um, we pulled off something that very few people pull off. That's right. You know, together. And it was, uh, it said something that I can't just forget about, you know, but I mean, it, it, everybody's different, you know, everybody's different. um, People hold grudges and, and I don't know why it's just baggage to hang on to, but people do. And, and, you know, it's just one of those things. So I just got to live with whatever happens. I mean, if he calls me up one day or if I run into him someday, you know, I would, give him a big hug and, you know, sure. see how he's doing. But, well, yeah. you know, we all hope that happens, man. I mean, you know, life's short and it's getting away from all of us. And, and, uh, you know, we got to build these bridges somehow. And, and I, we just want you to know, we, we appreciate your honesty with that question. It, it's, it's a tough question to answer. And I know you've been asked it a million times and, and, uh, we just hope that that, can, you know, the friendship portion of that can bridge. I do also want to ask you, does it irk you that when you guys go out that you have to perform under the moniker Jack Russell's Great White? Or are, are you cool with that and you're happy that everybody can just kind of do their thing under their respective band names? Well, the fact that my name is all huge on our backdrop. <laughs> <laughs> that helps. <laughs> that doesn't bother my ego at all, you know what I mean? Right, right. Wow. So no, it doesn't bother me. I mean, it, is, it, it defines the bands and lets people know what they're coming, who they're coming to see. It's kind know? of become a trend with Jeff Tate's Queensrÿche and uh, LA Guns, yeah, Riley's LA Guns, mm-hmm. and and, and whatever right. else. I mean, you know, hey, why not? I mean, it's people it, want to it, play it music. Yeah. yeah. Have we got a viewer question from one of our buddies, Dustin Little? Dustin Little, he wants to know at what point in the late '70s or the early '80s did you know that you had something successful waiting to happen? Um, you know, honestly, this is going to sound really crazy and whack and everybody's going to go, oh, he's out of his mind. I'm an idiot. When I was like six years old, my parents bought me the Beatles help album for my birthday. Wow. Good one. And I put it on my little great record player. And I don't think you guys, you guys probably, maybe you might know what I'm talking about. The little record player that was in a box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was my first yeah, record okay. player. There you go. So. I put my record on there and I put it on and and I got this totally spiritual feeling. And here's a six-year-old kid, right? This is this is real heavy for me at the time. I didn't know what was going on, but I felt like this godlike presence. And I just kind of saw my whole life flash in front of me. And I remember just laughing and jumping up and down in my bed and thinking, help, I need somebody. <laughs> little did I know how much help I needed. <laughs> but... uh Right. You know, it was a it was a spiritual experience, and ever since that moment, I knew I was going to be successful in music. And sure That's enough, I just you know kept kept the the wheel to the grindstone, and you know pulled it off. Yeah. You know, in today's era, there seems to be all of these you know biop uh, movies and documentaries of all these bands, and they're coming out you know with all of these what they biopic. Yeah, biopic like, like the Dirt, Mot- Motley Crue, and all you know all these all these bands coming out and queen. Um, did, do you ever feel like you would like to maybe see one on great white? Um, a documentary or anything like that? You know what? Sure. I would, it would be a very interesting thing. I mean, you know, it would be a, an eye opener for a lot of people. I mean, mm-hmm. if, you, if it was really done well and done truthfully, right. you know, I think it would be a, be like, wow, man, I can't believe those guys had that much to say, you know, um, <laughs> Right. I mean, you, know, you you don't really think a great right when you think about bands that were like, you know, completely out of their minds and self-destructive and, you know, you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, they party a little bit, you know. Well, one <laughs> thing, like, 
for nine days, you know. Right. I was telling Scott, one thing that I've always kind of felt about Great White, you know, we had that point in time where the music that you perform and that we love came to a halt, a screeching halt when grunge came in and kind of everything changed. But the thing about Great White, I always felt like you guys were more intelligent and, and possessed more depth in your writing and your lyric content. And I think that's why you guys stood above a lot of the other bands of that era, especially the ones that came in the end. And it it was just the same thing regurgitated over and over. Which kind of brings me to, I want to ask you, I personally feel like Great White did the best power ballads of that era. And and I would... I personally would rank Save Your Love as number one. Um, I, I agree with her completely. A- Angel Song is right up there. So here's a weird question for you. If someone came to you and said, okay, Jack, you have to pick one. You can only perform either Save Your Love or the Angel Song live for the rest of your career. Which one would you pick and why? Save Your Love. Um, well, I wrote that song in 1986 with a friend of mine who's uh, passed on now. I rest his soul, and uh, it was just one of those songs that kind of just fell out of the sky, you know? I mean, I had the music, I listened to it, I sat there, and with one singular thought, I wrote the lyrics out from start to finish. It took me like 10 minutes, and then I was done with it. And I looked up and I said, thank you, God, you know? Yeah. Because that's how, that's how amazing it was to me, just that I just polished that song off in one thought. It was one, it's, one beautiful. It's thing. spiritual, man. It's totally spiritual. I will admit to you now, it was a girlfriend song for me, you know, one of those girlfriend <laughs> songs. And and it's it's an amazing song. Yes, it amazing is. song. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yes. I really I was really happy with the version that we did on the, uh, on the, the acoustic album. Because I, I took the lyrics a little bit. I really laid back on the lyrics a little bit. I just kind of pulled back on melody. And, and I really liked the way I performed that. You know? Can't forget about House either, you know. House of Broken Love. Of course that's, not. Man, uh, yeah, that was a great one. That oh, was man, was it a great one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I got a question for you. You see a lot of the singers from the 80s now that really struggle vocally. And I always say if they knew they were going to still be singing them 30 years later, they might have tried not to sing them so high because a lot of them can't hit. How, how about you? Are you, do you, do you, you know, is it still come easy for you? Is it, is it, do you have, do you have to take care of yourself a lot more now and your throat or do something different than you did 30, 30 years ago? Well, you know, I do the same thing I did 30 years ago. I warm up, uh, I started warming my voice up six hours before the show um, with little scales, you know, here, like every hour and a half, I'll do a scale and, and, you know, um, get in the shower with the steam and, um, it takes me a, a while to warm my voice up, you know, I do it really, really, uh, gently. So that way, um, you know, when, I, when it's time to sing, my voice is ready. Then when I get done singing, I warm my voice down. So there's a lot to it. It takes a lot of time in my day to do all this, but you know, it's worth it. But after, you know, 30 some years of doing it, I'm like, oh, God, I got to do this again. Whatever works though. I want to yeah. read another viewer comment for you. Um, this girl is so sweet. She's one of our favorite people. She she worked at the IDL ballroom um, as a, the runner, so she would take a lot of you guys to and from the airport. And I want to read this to you. She said, my favorite memory from when they did their show with us in December 2017 was taking them to the airport at like 5.30 in the morning. Jack was shotgun. He was asking me what I was doing for Christmas, then started singing me Christmas songs. So... That's pretty cool. 
That's she, and she's such a great girl, and and she, man, she, I'm glad she shared that because that just shows your your heart and your character to do that. That's cool. Oh, thank you, thank you. Christmas songs, yeah, you know, hey, nothing like getting the bringing the year in with some Christmas carols. Absolutely. Hey, let's. Uh, I want to do. I want to do a Christmas album. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Great oh, white you, Christmas. You should totally yeah. do that. Before we move on to another topic, uh, I want to. I want to go back to what you mentioned. You mentioned the remake of Save Your Love. In the video, God, that video rips your rips your heart out. <laughs> Talk a little bit yeah. about the making of that video and the and who who shot and directed that and came up with the concept for that. That is a gut wrencher. You know, to be honest with you, I, I'm gonna be completely honest. I met the guy. I can't remember his name. I met him once for like ten minutes, and we did the final shot, the cameo that I was in. Yeah. And the rest of it, he did all on, on his own. And I was just, you know, as as surprised as you were when I saw it, I was like, wow, okay, this is pretty cool, you know? I wish the chick wouldn't have shaved the side of her head off, but I mean, you know. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. It's like, oh, she's so pretty, but uh, where's her hair? You know, yeah, during the times. A little, a little crazy with the big shaver. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, during the time that you had, you know, you had the three huge albums, Twice Shy, Once Bitten, Hooked, you were making all sorts of like MTV videos. And I'm sure those days of making videos are, completely different than the way they are being made today just like everything else in the music yeah. business obviously right sure absolutely i mean in those days you had you know million dollar budgets and mm. you know you had 40 people in the crew and you know you're setting up in arenas and you know or wherever else you're doing the video i remember one time we were we were playing in north carolina we got off the stage we hopped in a learjet we flew from there to palm springs california drove out in the middle of the desert and there was a, this huge setup for us. Like there was a bonfire and there was, uh, you know, all these, uh, amps everywhere. <laughs> and, you know, there was these big giant rocks and we did the desert moon video out there and it was just a blast. It was so much fun, man. Yeah. We get tired, though, you know what I mean? You just got off stage and you got to go do it all over again. Yeah. yeah. The budgets back then were definitely, you know, I mean, nowadays technology has moved along so you can make, you know, make a video for a third of what they were yeah. making for. The, but you know, the, there was something about the videos back then that mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. That some of them were just really, really cool. The first when they first started out, it was kind of like a joke. You know, what I mean, the videos are really, really poorly made. And, you know, they didn't know what they were doing. But after you know, you get in the mid '80s and early '90s, you know, the videos were looking really, really good. You know, mm -hmm. sure, sure. No, I, I want to, uh, you know. After doing a lot of research on you and, you know, going, finding things, you know, all things Jack Russell, Great White, you know, you know, I know you get a lot of the controversial questions, you know, about either when you were arrested or these, these things that, you know, the fire and all this stuff that goes on. And I don't want to get into that because I know you've answered all those questions and everything, but I do want to ask you. Are you, have you become uh, accustomed to people constantly asking you those questions and, or do you just, you know, since you've said it all, you've done, you know, you said everything you needed to say, do you, do you have anything else that you would want to say about that? Or do you just cut it off and, and just move on? You know, you know, honestly, people, uh, I haven't, haven't been asked a question about the fire and I can't remember how many years now. That's it's good. been a long, long time. I mean, 
you know, the public has a short memory, unfortunately, you know, I mean, yeah. it was something I hope that people would remember just because of the, you know, the nature of it and the fact that, you know, we need to, 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 to take care of ourselves when we're out at places, you know, we need to be conscious of our safety. Right. You know? sure. And you know, I, I do want to like, just in today's world, you know, when we were growing up, we were into bands like Wasp. We were in bands like Motley Crue. And, and, right. and you, you see all of these club shows and, and all this stuff, you know, the pyro and everything that's going on. And, and now there's like, you know, things change drastically, you know, since then. And there's like, you know, now everyone has like the, the pyros foggers and stuff like that. And, you know, and so, it, you know, things change just drastically from, from back then to what they do, you know, as far as special effects and stuff like that. And, uh, but yeah, they got, they got those, uh, machines that blow confetti out. That's right. 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 Yeah. We've actually used them. I, I think for, I think that situation for all of us hits so close to home because you know, we go to shows and we play, all three of us play shows in places just like that. And so, you know, as lifelong musicians, something like, something like that hit really close to home, I think, for, for probably every musician. Sure, and, sure of course. But, but you know, like? you have, you, you've answered those questions enough and, and, and we do not want to dwell on that. The only Appreciate thing it. remotely possibly related to that, that I, and then we're going to move on. I want to ask is it's our understanding that there I think this documentary has been in the works for quite some time and I believe it's called the guest list is yep. do you know if that is coming out at any any point in the next year yes it is actually um uh, we're supposed to uh have a premiere of the, the of it at uh, the whiskey in February um and invitation only thing and then um, but it's going to be, uh, I think it's coming out on reels. They're going to oh. put it out on reels. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not the way we initially wanted it to come out. You know, we wanted it to be more of a movie. Right. Because it was like, it was show. we took three years shooting this thing. I mean, it wow. was wow. a long time, a lot of footage, you know, a lot of footage. And, you know, I mean, I could have a, my whole biography done with just what's on the cutting room floor, you know? Sure. Sure, but it's it's really moving. I mean, I haven't seen the finished product yet. I've just seen the, uh, the trailer, but it is really moving, touching, and it's a beautifully uh, shot piece of film. I mean, it, it it just it lets you know how beautiful music is and how music can heal everything. You know, no mm -hmm. matter what people think. I mean, you know, there's a certain thing in music that uh that is, as I said, very healing. You know, and um. It's helped a lot of people through, the, you know, the, the the aftermath of the fire. Certainly, yeah. certainly. What about your book? I bless your heart. I know you've been trying to get this book out, and my understanding is you've been through multiple <laughs> co-writers. Is that thing coming out anytime soon? You know, yes, it is actually. I'm, we're almost done with it. I found a, Great. a writer. Uh, her name is uh, Kate Catalina. She's a Chips and Us wife. Oh, oh wow. wow. She's a fantastic writer, just an amazing get along like, you know, peas and carrots. So <laughs> it's uh it's uh gonna be a really great book, you know. What I've read is really great. And we've got a lot of people that have been done new interviews for it, like even John Kaladner came out of the closet. No, it didn't come out of the closet, but I didn't uh -huh. mean <laughs> <laughs> you want to retract that. <laughs> Sorry, John, I didn't mean the closet closet. I mean yeah. you know. <laughs> the well, what, you know what what the, the stock with this documentary and this book, 
you know, you're a pioneer of rock and roll. You know, you, you've had tons of ups and, and some downs and, and just on your legacy, just in the rock and roll world, how, how best do you want to be remembered? You know, I just like to remember just as being a nice guy, you know, mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing, you know, and, and secondly, uh, a great singer and a, and a great songwriter, you know, but, you know, first thing I just want to be remembered as a nice guy, you know, I try to treat people, you know, with respect and dignity and, and treat them the way I like to be treated, you know. And it's, it's obvious that you are a nice guy, you know, coming on with us here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the day after Christmas. That's very, very kind of you. We, we really appreciate you doing that. Um, there's a couple more uh, viewer comments I want to read to you. We won't keep you much longer here. Dave Mendenhall said, I still have the Great White Inquirer that was given out when you opened for Judas Priest in 1985. Wow. wow. That is pretty awesome. Wow. That's amazing. I don't even have that. I haven't <laughs> seen one of those in, God, X amount of years since wow. back then. Here's a, couple, here's a couple more of your, uh, your fans. David Reed says, love you, Jack. And Tom Guinea says, hey, hey, Jack, been a fan of Great White since 1986. Yep. Well, lots of love for you here. And Jay Tracy says, I've seen Great White 17 times. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I've seen you at Rocklahoma uh, in 2005, the, the first year that we had Rocklahoma, and it's been going on every year since. And I, I, I know you're probably, I don't know if you're feeling well or you're ill that night, or that day was in the afternoon, it was hot as hell, mm. but you got out there and belted it and, and, and put on a hell of a show. And, you know, there's not many singers that sound like that has your voice. Nope. Your voice is very unique. Yes. The only guy that I could say that's close to your voice, the way it sounds is, was it Dave King from Fastway? Mm-hmm. Just, well, I, I I I hear that when I hear the, I hear that in that song. Say what you will. Yeah, yeah. yes. But hey, yeah. I've heard you do Zeppelin songs though, and man, Oof. man. Oof. I mean, you can do the, You can pull off the Robert Plant, man, for sure. Thank you. Well, yeah. I, I appreciate that, man. It's always been fun for me to do. You know, because you know, you, you just played in Kansas City not too long ago with uh, with Keel and uh, yeah. And, and our buddy Rick Fox. Look at this. And and you and Ron Keel right there. <laughs> he's awesome. he's wearing our Tulsa Music Stream shirt. So what this does right here with you on tonight is now we've had all three of you on. So we got the trifecta Man. there. <laughs> the yeah. trifecta. That's cool. We yeah. need to, we need to send Jack a shirt so he we can do. support it too. Definitely. I was, you know, I was just gonna say that you need to send me a shirt. So I absolutely. Okay, we will make that happen. We can definitely make that happen. We're, Rick is a good friend of the show. He yes. he just moved to Missouri recently, and and uh, he helped us get in touch with you. He helped us get in touch with Robbie to get in touch with you, and we appreciate Rick's help in that. Yeah. Do you still have a any kind of relationship with uh, Lardy? No, 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 no. That will never happen, um, and that just that will never happen. I mean, me and Mark, you know, if it ever comes down to it, yeah. But anybody else in the band, no, no. Yeah. There was just there was so much stuff that went on that I don't want to get into and talk about. You know, there's a really bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. But you know, some people do things and you can forgive them, and some people do things and I just I try to forgive them, but then I just can't. I can't seem to let it go, you know? 
It's understandable. So I, I don't need to be around it. I don't need to be around it. I can forgive him at a distance. <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. Yeah. But you never forget. And yeah. Also, no. back to, uh, was it Dante Fox? Yeah. What was it like playing with Richards uh, from Wasp? Tony Richards. Tony, Tony was an amazing drummer. He started he started the band with us. That was our first drummer. Yeah. You know, it was me, uh, Mark, a guy named Greg Meter played bass, and uh, then it was Tony. We were a power trio with the singer. And Tony plays like he he plays his left hand and he hits his left hand on the on the hi hat and his right hand on the snare. Oh, so he plays open like that, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really trippy. He plays like this, you know. Yeah. And uh, he because he was self taught, nobody ever told him like, hey, you need to, you know, you play crossover. But he he just learned to play the other way. But the guy is a frightening drummer. I hated <laughs> to get rid of him, but <clears throat> at the time, excuse me, at the time. He uh, wouldn't quit drinking. He was drinking so much. I mean, he was literally falling off his stool on stage. And, and you know, we had all kinds of problems with him. And, and you know, I, I cried when we fired that guy because he was such a good friend. Mm. Uh, and just an amazing drummer. And I wish we could have took him all the way, you know. Yeah. That's the thing is you probably have relationships just with uh, all these guys that we probably looked up to in the 80s. Like, you know. <laughs> the wasp guys and the and the, and the keel guys and all those guys you know so i'm sure you got a story for about every one of them too Jeez, yeah pretty much yeah i mean you know it's, <laughs> it's weird you don't you don't think about it until you know somebody like yourself says what you just said and i kind of like okay i'll have brian jay and i'm thinking okay i started thinking about all these different people and and you know that i ended up partying with on the strip and you know because back in those days I me mean, you walked down the sunset strip and everybody would be out there i mean if, right. if they if they weren't Motley Crue, they looked like they were. Right, yeah. right. Everybody wanted to be seen. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. So I mean, it was it was cool, you know, and and you, you made a lot of friends in other bands, and, and you know, before it became like this, you know, um, this competition thing. You know, it was more of a camaraderie thing. I mean, we were all trying to go for the same brass ring, you know. But we looked at it like this. There was just more than one ring. It wasn't like there was just one. Right. So it wasn't. We, we weren't like in this big fight, you know, about who who's the best band or who's you know, I'm going to play. Right. Right. It was a brotherhood. It was a yeah. It was a brotherhood exactly. Uh, and you know, it it, it kind of went away for a while um, in the, the late '80s, early '90s. That kind of uh, took a back seat, and people were just more into themselves. And um, as we got older it reverted back to where, you know, it was back in the early days. Cause we're at now, everybody hangs with everybody and everyone see everybody else do good. You know, yeah. and, I would, yeah. and I go up and sing with them and you know, it's a, you have a blast. Everybody that survived it, the ones that survived can all look back now and everybody can say, Hey man, you know, I'm you know, you, we survived that and here we are and we're older and how mm -hmm. you doing, man? For sure. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. I mean, I look at my life and I'm, I'm just like, I'm, a, I'm amazed that I survived it. You know what I mean, I mean, there's a, a lot of stuff that, that I gone, have gone through health wise that, you know, that I shouldn't have come back from, you know, mm -hmm. the doctors told me, um, at one point they told my wife that, uh, she needed to start getting my papers, paperwork together because mm -hmm. I wasn't gonna, wasn't gonna make it. Yeah. The surgery. Jeez. So, you know, that's, uh, something to hear when you wake up, you're like, well, what? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Hey, before we cut you loose, before we cut you loose, I just want to read some more really sweet comments from people out there that love you. Ann Hunt says, thank you for all your music and helping make life rock. 
Silversmith says you're one of the coolest people I know, Captain, and the nicest, uh, famous Silver. guy I've met. That's sweet. Uh, Travis Trav says they do Achilles' last stand in the middle of On Your Knees. That's cool. And uh, yeah. Brian Matthews says awesome show. So uh, we just really appreciate you, Jack. And and I want it before we let you go. I want to make sure people know how to question. find you. Okay, Scott has one more question, but I, uh, you go ahead and ask that, and then I'm going to wrap well, things up. Since we were talking about your early days in Dante Fox and then in the, the beginning of Great White, you know, it says on the Wikipedia that you were voted in to the band two to one. Do you do you remember who the one was that voted against you? <laughs> and are you still friends? <laughs> well, this was okay. This was when I got out of jail because I was in the band. I was in the band. And it was me, Mark, Tony, and Greg Meter, as I told you. And I went to jail for like eleven months, well, mm -hmm. a year and a half total. And um, I got out, and um, I wanted to get back in the band, and so they basically they had to talk about it. I didn't know about, I didn't know about any of this. I just thought I was going to be in the band no matter what. <laughs> and apparently, Tony Tony had said, "Well, I don't know, man. The guy we got's pretty good." And mm. um, so it, that was the one person that was kind of like not really sure. There you go. About it, you know. So, yeah. Well, thanks. All the nice things I said about Tony, I take it back, dude. <laughs> Never mind. Right, right. Well, I just want to say before, before before you go, Jack, that you know, as a musician, you know, yeah, I kind of look back to the '80s, and there's some of that stuff that I couldn't listen to now, just because I'm older, and it's like, yeah, that poison album just don't ain't gonna cut it anymore. But, but I want I want you to know that like Rock Me, the Great White Songs, man, you can you, those those stand the test of time. Rock Me is probably one of the greatest rock and roll songs mm -hmm. from that era. And uh, along with the ballads, Save Your Love and, and the you. other one she mentioned. Uh, so you've yep. definitely left your mark. As a jaded and, and judgmental musician, <laughs> you've, you've left your mark. Thank you. That really means a lot, man. You know, that's, that's all I really wanted to do when I was writing songs is to write something that is going to stand the test of time. It's not just going to be like, you know, oh, yesterday's paper, you know? Right. Mission um, accomplished. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You know, there's some songs that, you know, I couldn't put in that category, of course, but, you know, there, there are a number of them, House Broken Love, um, you know, uh, stuff off the Cycle City album. Um, I should say how disappointed though I was. I, you know what's weird? When I was eighteen, I played the song "Face the Day" in a band. I didn't. I had no clue you guys didn't write it until. Tonight. Oh yeah. I was like yeah, disappointed. I, I was like, oh man, that's funny. I love to play that song. Well, you know, other than Twice Shy, Once Bitten, Hooked, which are is it the trilogy of just amazing, and you were on your the, your highest peak. You gotta say, sail away, let it rock. Can't. Uh, can't get there from here. Yeah, yeah, right. Can't get can't get there from here. Those three albums are just as amazing, mm -hmm. and, and people need to get out there and check out those three albums as well. Yes, thank do. you, thank you. I love "Can't Get There From Here." It's probably my favorite Great White album, hands down. Uh, you know, song for song, except for uh, "You Saw Coming," which mm. I uh, to me and I know it sounds weird. It's Jack Russell's Great White album. It's not a Great White album per mm -hmm. se. But uh, yeah. that, to me, is a really good record, you know. Well, listen, one more time. We want to put up your tour schedule that's coming up. Uh, so good to s still have you out there rocking, Jack. It's so great. Yeah. Uh, New Year's Eve, go see Jack Russell's Great White. It, uh, New Year's Eve, Watertown, South Dakota. And then we're going to see you guys down there in Key West on the 14th. 
If you guys go visit uh, Jack Russell's greatwhiteband.com, you can find out everything you need to know about the band. I also want to quickly mention uh, Cameo. Jack is also on Cameo. So if you if you're friends or family with a big uh, Jack Russell fan, get on Cameo, ask Jack to send him a message, and I'm sure he will be glad to do that. Uh, Yes, we're, we're going to send him one of those T-shirts. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. You're going to be getting a shirt from yeah. us very soon. And there's people listening all from all over the place. Yeah, there's there was this bunch of people from all over. A lot of love, man. A lot of love. But that's awesome. We, we truly appreciate you. We want to wish you guys, your family, your band, uh, all the best. And we're definitely going to look forward to seeing you down in Florida. Have a great New Year, Jack Russell. We appreciate you being on Tulsa Music Stream. Thank, Thank you so you. much. My- you guys have been great it's been a lot of fun thank, thank you buddy. Jack. have a great night you too all right Thanks, bye-bye God. bye-bye bye-bye guys there you go classy guy awesome wonderful give him some love let's see Ooh. some hearts up there i see the hearts been going all hour yeah that was so wonderful. give him some love again share this interview um it will be posted up on um YouTube, well, it is on YouTube live, um, Twitter and Twitch. So if you guys are listening in on those platforms, you know, share them on your pages of, um, you know, Facebook and whatnot. But, Absolutely. uh, man, we got a lot of people checking this interview out. We had Justin Barber, Silversmith. Is that Silversmith? Silver yeah, Silversmith. Smith. I love cool. it. Awesome. Sounds like a, a comic hero. Uh, Elizabeth. <laughs> Uh, Talcott, Teresa Weber, Cheryl Wright, John Gates, John Tracy, Tanya Jay Thompson. Tracy. I'm sorry, Jay Tracy, Angel Wynn, Tracy Long, Christy Lee, Todd, Audrey, Audrey. Sonia Peck, Eric Mankey, Mankey, and Brian, Brian Matthews. Thanks for tuning in, guys. guys. Appreciate Definitely. It. Real quick, we're going to make this segment real, real quick, I promise, because we all got some Dallas Cowboys to watch. want to give a big <laughs> shout-out to our sponsors, DEB Concerts Identity Merch. OKPC, GregShipman.com, and Surviving Rock, Oklahoma. Thank you guys so much. Teresa, just a heads up. I'm going to put you on cam here. We've got it split so we there can we see you guys so and her. her a little bit. I told you all I have Christmas gifts for you, and I have a big announcement. So everybody tonight is getting a toothbrush cover. Oh, yeah. Nine because he wants one, and Teresa and Scott because you should want one. These have suction cups on them. So you can actually just suction it right above your toilet and that bad boy is protected because no one is going to want doo-doo dust on their bristles. Nobody correct? wants piss sprinkles on their toothbrush. Anyway, you want me to you toss it? I will yeah, really. Oh, Good catch. So, so nice. So cool. So they, these cover the, the, the toothbrush well, head. You can put it they in your do. shower too. You know? so you can put that it way when people flush their toilets. It's, this is going to save me. Yeah. You have no it, idea. Well, I mean, who is you so may, you may need two of them. who's so OCD <laughs> that they don't care? I mean, who cares about their toilet being open? I keep mine so far away. I, you know, you and I see eye to eye on this. Yeah, so I there's know. no problem. I, honestly, I mean, yeah. My uh, so my big announcement. I I've just been so pumped to share this with everyone. You know, Merry Christmas. Yeah, you're welcome. This community's given me so much. So I just decided it was time to give back. Put put everything that I've learned over life into a book. I'm just I'm releasing a book and I and I I have some visual aids and I want to show everybody about this and I just hope this speaks to you because I really put a lot into it my book is called how to not post every single detail of your personal life on Facebook (laughs) and other helpful social media tips okay 
and and if you and real quick we're just going to go down the chapter list because it's important stuff guys chapter one punctuation paragraph breaks and proper english very important oh, yeah absolutely amen Chap- but, rule, but rules are meant to be broken right? they are we're rock and roll rebels i thought what chapter happened? two what happened listen chapter two ninja posting get in get out get on with your life you gotta you gotta just do stick, it fast stick and move that's me if there's one thing I've learned from my husband, he doesn't read much past three sentences and then I lose him. So you got to get in, get out, get on with right. your life. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. You got to exactly. do it. Chapter three, swapping out your profile pick, picking the right moment to maximize, maximize views of you. Chapter four, filter frenzy, how to both add and deduct 10 years from your face simultaneously. Mm, my favorite no. when the nose blends into the face and you no. can't see the nose detail anymore. This is important stuff, guys. So I just you're in for 12 chapters of wisdom, okay? That's, We're almost halfway there. Chapter 5, I unfollowed you because you don't talk enough about me. Yep. I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is, but right, whatever. Right. Chapter 6, I thought you would want to know that and can't believe you didn't. I mean, so you got to share it all, yeah, right? Sure. I, I bet that's sure. a good chapter. It is. I'm interested. Otherwise known as TMI. Right. Mm-hmm. Dinner picks, wound picks, and dinner wound picks, chicken fried scars, <laughs> and other life lessons. <laughs> you know, we get to see it all on Facebook, do we not? Mm-hmm. Chapter eight, can my cover photo be a larger size version of my profile pic as long as both are of me? Mm-hmm. Remember, guys, it's all about you. Chapter nine, sharing your password in case you die. Very important. That legacy has to continue. Bosco. It's Bosco. Is it really? Okay. We we got three more, and then we're out of here. Chapter 10. How can I increase the number of COVID information pop-ups on my posts? I don't feel like I get enough. So I'm going to teach you how to get more. Chapter 11. Fixing your marriage and medical advice. How to make life decisions based on input from your friends list. Integral. I mean, it's it's big. And then the book ends ends with a bang. Okay. I got drunk last night, and now you know everything about me, him, and his new whore. In parentheses, it should say, but that post is deleted now. Right. <laughs> so, again, it's a labor of love. I've done it for you guys. You've given me so much. And, Thank you, Jana. And I, Thank you so much. Of course, y'all. I mean, it was, it was, when, it's, when it's from the heart, it's easy. It just pours out. Like I can tell you. you I mean... You, you touched on the most important topics probably possible. Yeah. I, thank you. Yeah, it must have been exhausting. It, I, put it, I put everything I had into it, and now I'm going to go to Key West and take I a I think break. it's going to be a bestseller. Honestly, I do. I, I, I want to know who's all taking off tomorrow. Well, I have tomorrow off. Do you, does anybody else have tomorrow, have tomorrow off? off? I took it off. Cool. You don't, do you? I didn't have to take it off. It was just a holiday given because of the weekend. I, yeah. No, you, I, I'm not. No. You have to go in tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Sorry. I guess what? What about you people? Our chat room. You guys work tomorrow uh, or you guys off? I don't know. But anyway, I, I just, thanks for tolerating my book. No, stuff. I think it's a great idea. I think it, you should put it out in both hardback and paperback. And also, I think you should have an online version of it, maybe with some bonus chapters in there just for the people, your Patreon subscribers. And, you know. Maybe some Q&A. People want to ask questions. They want, they yeah. want answers. They want answers. I mean, we can brainstorm about this after the show, but... um yeah, I was I, hoping, would you guys write the foreword for me? I'd like Absolutely. to illustrate the damn thing if you wouldn't mind. You're going to illustrate it? I'll illustrate, yeah. Can we use pictures? I'm like, not, yeah. Oh, like yeah, absolutely. Examples? What, yeah. what publishing company are you shooting for? Um, oh, probably, what's, what, what's the one? Zuckerberg What's the one Elaine worked for? Some of you guys helped me out there. Elaine worked for um, what's the Pendant Publishing. 
Oh, okay. Yes. It's going to be in Barnes and Noble before you know it. Oh, so. also, yeah, yeah. Probably at that uh, Jimmy's Chicken Shack or whatever that Gardeners Use Books. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. And you'll have to go on those uh, book tours. So, so you can sign wow. autographs. You're going to be busy. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> hey, you know what? During your book tours, we can just set up and just do the stream. and then We you... can interview you. I'll call in from the road like, there you go. Like, like Jack did. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Great. Yeah, thank you guys. Hey, this was fun. This was amazing. And, and we hope you guys had such a great, whoa, whoa, wasteful. We hope you had such a great Christmas with your families. Have a great New Year's coming up this Friday night and Saturday. Go see some bands. Have some fun. And we're going to see you back here on, hold on, I got it. Oh, man. Okay. We're going to see you back here on Tuesday, January 4th, episode 49 with JJ French of Twisted Sister. That's going to be 6.30 p.m. Central. And uh, hey, big shout out to Psych Mochek. He was here earlier. We're going to have a new intro video, possibly a new intro song coming up in the new year. Appreciate uh, Doug Weber and Psych. Doug did our original intro that we're still using. and I love his root beer. I do too. We, he may yeah. do us a new one. I don't know. We're going to talk about it. But episode fifty is coming shortly. It so, is. Uh, That's I, right. It's Scott. amazing yes. how how already is it going to be an extravaganza? Man, it needs to be. It needs to be clowns, short people. You know, Py- you know some pyrofoggers and streamers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like this man. Let's this let's go watch some boys. Hope, All right. Hopefully, we're going to win tonight. You guys have a great night. We'll see you Tuesday, January fourth at six thirty p.m. Central Washington on Tulsa Team. Music Stream. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. See ya. Bye, guys. Oh, <laughs> my